This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast for Easter week. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And listeners, if you don't have plans for Good Friday, please join us at the Village Church at either 3.30 or 5 p.m. And if you don't have plans for Easter, we would love to see you at 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m., or 11 a.m. All right, Pastor Michael, here's our question about the resurrection today. Was the resurrection a myth? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> so let's talk about myths. Um, this is a very common, um, we'll say, misconception that floats around in the pop um, culture world of ideas around Christianity and Jesus. So um, some will say it was a myth and that it was a myth that developed over the first few centuries of the early church. And um, these people claim that the Gospels were written later, maybe in the 300 AD, the 400 AD, something like that, um, and that the during the first three or four hundred years of the early church, um, the mythology around a resurrected Jesus started to evolve. Yeah, d- developed later. Totally. And um, of course, there. I think it's really easy for 21st century Westerners to look back and to believe that people were dumb mm. or naive. Like, just because they don't have the level of technological advancement as we do now, they had common sense and wisdom, and they were very intelligent people. Amen. Um, and yes, there's always fools in every culture and every part of the world. That's not the point. But um, yeah, so also the mythology claim would require that Christianity was a conspiracy of hundreds or thousands of men um, in church leadership over those three or four hundred years probably likely to control the masses okay mm. um, and that that's hard to swallow that that many people could devote their lives to a myth that was not actually real that's that's a crazy thought to me yeah, so right um, so a couple things about mythology um, in the Bible and the resurrection first of all no mythology developed around the resurrection I want to just make that clear so mythology always develops um, either long after a person, is dead and all who know them are dead or by people who were far, far away and not eyewitnesses of the actual event. Like no, nobody who was alive with any mortal man is going to like make up lies about right. their capacity. Like mythology almost always develops Many far years after later. they're dead. We're talking centuries after they're dead. Um, number two, mythology um, develops slowly over time and typically has multiple variants or views Mm -hmm. or perspectives, okay? Um, That is standard mythology. Uh, Regarding the resurrection, there is no progression of stories, but there is one consistent, simple story believed by eyewitnesses. Amen. These these disciples, they gave their life away for something they knew was true. They did not give their life in death as martyrs because they were believing a myth. Totally. And we can go back and we know that we know that we know that the gospels were written in the first century. Amen. We have late first century and early second century documents Amen. that quote the gospels and the authors of the New Testament. We have, it's crazy. So all yes. of these claims about the um, the date of authorship of the gospels, of the mythology evolving over centuries, of the conspiracy of the early church, all that kind of stuff, um, they're honestly naive things spoken by people who are just pop culture lemmings regurgitating the right. junk that liberal seculars are putting mm-hmm. out without actually 
proof texting or checking out their facts. So right. anyways, as I say that, um, the crazy thing about the resurrection story is not only was it believed by eyewitnesses, not only has there always only been one story, he was dead, now he's alive, okay? Um, this was believed and people give their lives for it. And the story has remained consistent and simple and non-mythological as it has spread over centuries and Amen. continents throughout the whole known world. Yes, and a myth is always gonna change over time. This, Absolutely. This truth, this story has been repeated exactly the same for over 2000 years. Yep. And you can go to um, almost every variant of Christianity around the world, Orthodox, Roman Catholic, Protestant, Charismatic, Pentecostal, whatever, you go to all of them. And every, every variant is gonna say this, he was dead, and he now he's alive. Amen. Three days later. Like, it's one of those staples of Christianity all around the world, and it's not evolving or going crazy. So, uh, so the first century church clearly 100% believed in the resurrection. Amen. External secular histories from Josephus and other, um, other historians reference the resurrection. Yes. Okay, um, It was such a popular idea right away that it made itself even into the secular histories. Here's a fun fact for you. No event in pre-printing press history is more documented and proven than the resurrection of Jesus Christ. <laughs> it is an overwhelming flood of Christian and secular biblical and non-biblical evidence that um, it is. it just happened. Um, so I, I just think the sheer existence of thriving, empire-conquering, early Christian church supports the truth of the resurrection claim. Um, nothing makes sense of the thriving and growth of the early church under such, such persecution mm -hmm. unless they truly believed that they saw a dead and then risen Jesus. Amen. I had a struggling friend who was very smart. He didn't know what he believed about a lot of things, okay? and But I said, okay, bro, do you believe in the resurrection? I just wanted to pinpoint mm -hmm. that one because he's a smart guy and he understands church history and stuff. And here's what he said to me. There's only one thing I can tell you for sure. I absolutely believe in the resurrection. You have to be a fool or too prideful to honestly assess the data and still not believe. Amen. And that's from a skeptical like dude who's just trying to figure everything out. He doesn't know what he believes about everything. But when he looks at the preponderance of evidence around the resurrection, he's like, "There's the, the only way to deny it is to have such a hard heart that you can't allow yourself to believe it. It's to assume that it's impossible from your secular worldview before you even get to the evidence. And just one of the hard things about this world is that impossible things happen and there's no explanation for mm -hmm. them except for God. Amen. I, I want to close with 1 Corinthians 15 um, verses 20 to 22. I love this. Paul says, in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep or died. For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. Right. Amen. 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 Listeners, thanks for joining us today. Often we'll send out a shout out to something from our podcast that would be beneficial to you. Today, I want to do that for a book. And the book is called The Case for Resurrection by Lee Strobel. And he uh, does a great job of just explaining the resurrection, giving historical evidence to prove that the resurrection was not a myth, but a historical event. Thanks for joining us today. Please do us three favors. Go to our website, vcob.org, and just click on that link that says Q&A podcast question. Submit a question to us. Second, 
share this podcast with a friend, a family member, or a coworker that would also benefit from what's been said today. And third, review this podcast for us. Please join us next time when we answer the question, why did God raise Jesus from the dead? A one-minute tutorial on leaving ratings and reviews. Step number one. Do not open your podcast app, but open the iTunes Store app on your phone or iPad or the iTunes Store on your computer. Step number two. Go into your search engine and type in the words Village Church of Bartlett. Step number three, use your eyes and see the purple podcast labeled Village Church Q&A Podcast and then click it or push it. Step number four, click ratings and reviews. It should be right in the middle of your page and you will have the opportunity to give us five stars. Five stars. stars. Please give us five stars. And right underneath that will bring us to step number 435,000. You will see the words, write a review. Click that, write your review, preferably if it is a kind review, we'd appreciate that. And you'll have the opportunity to write a title and a review. Your title is the name of your review, like Pastor Tim is beautiful. Pastor Michael is so lovely and wonderful. And then in your review, you actually write your comments, your feedback, your genuine, honest, candid thoughts on this podcast. Step infinity. Submit it. And you're all done. And on behalf of everybody here at the Village Church Q&A podcast, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And we want to get this content into as many hearts and hands as humanly possible. <laughs>